Now the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's what happens when you lose against the fridge. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Were, were we podcasting? Oh, shit, it's today, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is Saturday, Mick. So that means another episode of Rabbit Hole. Oh God, really? Yep. Maybe rabbits. So we have a uh, we have a guest. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm uh, Dave the Clone from the Hollow Nine Network. Ah, there. You, that, it, now, is it clone or it's a uh, clown clone? No, it's it's clone, but it's, it's taking the killer clown's spelling with the K. Uh, for sure. I get it. Good on you for being like literally the first person to ever guess that. <laughs> you have version 1.0. The original copy is here tonight. The rest mm. of them are running around doing all the other shit to keep the network going. Well, and 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 by network, and that was, um, you, you know, you were you were um, you were recommended by uh, Drew Carson. Mm. Um, That's how networking works, which is awesome. <laughs> so thanks to Drew for making this happen, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real cool dude. He's a good friend. Oh, okay. um, Drew is awesome. Sorry, yeah. do, do anything for that guy. The he made us guy. famous in Scotland. He made us famous in Scotland. I know? think if I have any traction in Scotland, it's got to be for the same reason. Oh, uh, yeah. You he know, used to run some of our stuff on Radio Haver, mate. Rest in peace. But I know some yeah. some stuff is going to happen, man. Drew's not down for the count. Be, oh, uh, no. Be he doesn't, he, uh, he's, he's coming. He's You know what? He's going to come after Come out of COVID twice. Oh, dude, can Hello? you believe it, man? Uh, That's crazy. I- I'm telling you. Just, he's a uh, fighter in every sense of the word, man. He's a, an MMA fighter, and he's <laughs> battling the current global pandemic has stepped into his home, and he's been like, fuck you. So I've had enough of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a he's a good guy. So um, so I I, I kind of brought you on, um, you know, under his recommendation, because I, I kind of was curious about like what your network is and, and the other podcast people like the episode's name. The other <laughs> podcast people. We're out yeah. there. We're exactly. out there. Because some of us. <laughs> I, I mean, I, sometimes I'm part of a podcast network or or, or was it always? Um, well, uh, for the Hollow Nine, it was always intended to be a network, kind of like in the sense of a cable network, you know, like a channel you'd switch to on, on cable and oh, it would right. have a myriad of things going on. And if, so this is part of me aging myself, I guess, for the Zenials gotcha. out there listening. You know, um, it very much took a cue from the movie UHF, the Weird Al Yankovic movie where he inherits a TV station. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it was sort of like I got my first uh, G5 iMac. And when I opened GarageBand, I'm like, you're shitting me. All this stuff is in here where we could basically just kind of sit here and make up little sketches. And we, we kind of, a couple of my friends and I used to like sit around and smoke a lot of pot and just kind of come up with these crazy ideas for like characters and they became these little stories that then start to stretch into multiple episodes and then it would be that would be like the first couple minutes and the rest of it would be us talking about what we watched on this is at the time that Sopranos was still on HBO so yeah man exactly well I was actually more of like the Easter when that guy came out as gay and it rocked everybody's world Uh, my my favorite scene is from the first season is whenever uh, the grandma doesn't show up and uh, Tony Jr. comes out and he goes, so what? No fucking Zini? Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 I love that. The Italian O from the back of the room, right? Like, like We don't have to actually have words for whatever's going on. There could be like a family dispute just erupts in front of you, right? The holidays. And some kid just like, finally has his moment where today's the day I'm dropping an F-bomb at home. And you're just sitting back going, oh. And everybody stops and looks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Tony Soprano, the famous. Oh man, may he rest in peace, Gandolfini. Yes, there sir. you go. There you I go. Just watched like the first six or seven episodes of season one because I was, you know, like oh, when yeah. you're kind of done binging stuff and you're like, hey, HBO, I have this. So I might as well yeah, see. That's what right. Sopranos, man. I haven't watched that shit in forever, and it's like it, going back to it. I'm suddenly well. I, I always know that seasons one and two were amazing, so I'm kind of preparing myself yeah. mentally for when I get to three and four. It starts to peter out. The right? actual to me, the actual most amazing one was the was the uh, the opener. I mean, the first the pilot. Episode, the pilot. You know, usually usually pilots are you know works in it, mm. it works into the show. You know, and, and but but the whole bit with him on the campus and yeah. tracking that guy down. Oh man. Yeah. The episode when he's and the daughter totally at that point knows, like she admits that she knows what's up. Right. So right, right. you start thinking about shit. What would this be like having kids? And one of them knows that you're full on a mobster. The other one's just like, Oh no, dad works in waste management. It's like, yeah, idiot. What do you think yeah, that what means? You, what do you think waste <laughs> management is? Yeah. You see yeah. a lot of shit flowing around here. We live in a mansion. <laughs> I, 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 I love that later on, you know, um, his wife is always, you know, you're always like on the fence as to, you know, what she totally knows. Right. Mm. You know, but, but then like when it gets in the last few epi- episodes and, uh, and they all have to hit the mattresses sort of, <laughs> and, 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 and she's going around the house, like pulling guns down yeah, pulling yeah. Guns out of the attic and pulling guns out of like, uh, all these hidden places and stuff. And you go, okay, there you go. Yeah. You know, it's nope. funny. They tried to have that same effect in Breaking Bad with his wife, you know what I mean? But it actually went the other way. You didn't feel good about his wife. You're always like, man, look at this bitch is pulling more shit on this guy. Like, my God, you made him a meth guy in the first place. And now <laughs> you're pushing him even. For, what do you want from the dude? <laughs> it's always put those shit two shows on either side of a scale and, and see how they balance out. Yeah, there you go. So, um, the first thing, the first thing I, I wanted to ask you, and I'm sure that TJ's got a lot more, but I wanted to ask you: in what ways is our uh, network better than yours? <laughs> well, it probably has a huge audience that tunes and, and in regularly, way, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that TJ, because I told TJ, well, that's going to be my first question. He was like, ah, yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, our network, you know, really plays fast and loose with the word network. You know, there was a yeah. point in time where our programming was separated out onto individual feeds, and at one point we had like 30 feeds going, um, but that gets a little hard to sustain. And then, you know, there's always kind of politics that pop up when you have a a group of people as big as our group got. Um, And then once that started to kind of fall away, we started as a mega feed, which is my original sort of vision. That's what we call having the single feed with multiple types of shows. And um, the approach we go through now is it's always in batches, like, you know, six to eight episodes of one type of show. And then maybe four episodes of something we're trying another six to eight back to the like the movie reviews or the interview show, you know. And so now Dojo Nine, which is our Cobra Kai podcast, is kind of the main one being featured over there. And we've now ventured into having a, a content on Anchor FM as well. So we're developing a new form of our network, so to say, um, by having multiple feeds from multiple different platforms and just having the name in a couple different pools. Um, but the idea is to go back to having sort of a central web site as an umbrella with multiple feeds going out so you could choose to just tune into what you want but we feel like we also have a lot of stuff that there's a little bit of something for everyone so 
tune into the mega feed, listen to what you want and don't listen to what you don't want. You know, like, like the old days, you know, like cable used to be. So, so how, that's many, the- uh, how many shows are on the network? Right now, we have four shows, including the new Dojo 9. We have our uh, Spotlight interview show. Uh, we have our What Am I Watching podcast, which is our sort of movie review, and then kind of op-ed. We kind of look at ourselves as like a uh, rolling stone for the Zenial generation, um, Whoa, but not, right. not quite totally just social media. It's like, you know, we want to we include blogs. We want there to be some print. Um, right now, it's mostly audio, and the video is much more of like a support and promotional component. Yes. But there are some ideas going into maybe doing some video stuff. It's just, that's where it gets really expensive and, and even more time consuming audio. I love playing with everybody's imagination as the movie camera, because that's the best special effects we'll ever be able to not pay for, you know? Yeah. yeah most of our success uh, we find in with the audio stuff. And like you said, the video stuff is more uh, helpful for marketing stuff and a lot easier for people to, as like an intro to our yeah. content. Uh, Especially the way with modern social media is modern marketing as a whole that it's easier to throw a video up and people will actually watch that rather than read a post or even look at a picture half the time because it's easier to scroll past something. But if it's playing and you hear audio, you're more likely to stop, you know. So it's like this show. You 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 come for for, you know. Fat Jesus is his beautiful face. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you have a bag of Skittles in, in your pouch. <laughs> right. and, 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 and you say for the you stay for the ridiculous things we say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, one of our most popular episodes, Mick, is it's probably about a giant penis. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> we're, we're, we're still questioning that. We really are. Yes. Well, you know yeah. what? Dick and fart jokes sell a lot of tickets yeah. to a lot of things. <laughs> yes, they do. So if it works for you, it works for you. It doesn't have to be the only thing you do. But hey, if you get them in the door, get the asses in the seats, and then say, "By the way, here's the rest of the menu." You know, By sushi way, has a lot of flavor. <laughs> so when exactly did this little journey of yours start? Uh, for me, it was actually it was back in like 2006, 2007 okay. when this was all brand new. Um, I according to my Potomatic page, we have been a member there since 2006. So yeah, a long time. Um, very much a hobby for most of that time. Uh, and the the first group that you know the sort of smoking pot figuring out we like to make funny voices and sketches that only lasted for so long before um, you know people decided they were too busy for it whatever and I actually wound up joining a different group based out of Chicago which got me more into the Comic Con scene that was the first mm-hmm. group that I was brought in specifically to talk about Fringe and Game of Thrones and American Horror Story and then we would go to Comic Cons and have a table there and then kind of branch out and try to get interviews. That was the first time I started interviewing celebrities. And then I realized like, oh, shit, that's what I should be doing with Holland 9. I should be bringing it back online and doing this, going to Comic-Cons, talking to the people who make the stuff that we love to talk about and get some of the sort of the story from their perspective. And, you know, a lot of the things is always what's it like for you guys watching the stuff you've made, you know, knowing that, you know, we watch it going, oh, man, I've been waiting for like years to find out what happens to Freddie next. And meanwhile, they're like, I couldn't fucking wait to be done with this goddamn project because I had to reinvent the wheel 12 times. And I hope you liked it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love those stories. So um, it became a little bit of that still talking about movies. And then we kind of uh, moved into audio drama as well. Because mm. I was a big fan of like the shadow. My grandma used well, to play the shadow for me back in the day. Well, then, I, then, then I have an important question. How come you haven't interviewed me? 
Well, I think we are actually supposed to do that and at New Year's the Horror Con. <laughs> okay, so you, that is a good one right there. Yeah. That segues into my next question. What is your relationship with New Jersey Horror Con? And at the last one, I believe I had two Project Louder reps and Mick at the convention roaming around. So I don't even know how you guys didn't like. Yeah, I think Drew might have even tried to to kind of throw a Hail Mary from Scotland during the yes. weekend, too. Oh, and boy. it was like, we actually had people lined up. I almost had to turn away that news and entertainment crew that they got really bitchy about me doing that, to be honest. <laughs> I was just like, um, these guys came before you. I got I got to talk to them. Um, but yeah, my relationship with New Jersey HorrorCon was that really it was just the first HorrorCon I had ever gone to. Mm. And I, I went as press the first couple of years just by myself. Um, and then I decided, you know what? It'd be cool if i had all my gear with me and had a place to set that up so i guess i should start getting a table there mm-hmm. and now we are actually part one of their lifetime sponsors they, they wait kinda... a minute wait a minute right outside of the hold on hold on right outside of the door that w- the weird year that they split the uh the uh sale 2019 2019 the last one right that was the last one they did the last one before the world ended yes yes no i know right as you came outside of the door for the uh for us that was uh the the, the uh people signing autographs mm-hmm. you were directly across from the door weren't you we were right across the door sure. we were next to the ramp that led to charlie sheen and carmen electra right, right. you were right yeah. oh yeah and, we were the ones and, making a lot of noise now no, wait a minute because you kept coming up all the time all the time, you'd send somebody over to me. Yeah, yeah my co-pilot. And, yeah, and you say, oh, listen, we're going to – I need you to come over, and, and I don't know who this is. I have no idea. Just, I need you to come over, like, in – like, and, and she – She'd like it was a woman, right? Yeah, yeah. She would literally look at her phone and she'd go, "Um, could you come over in like thirty-seven minutes?" Yeah, because she had a list of all the people that had been like our five minutes, ten minutes. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. And (laughs) and then and then she would say, and then she would be back in thirty minutes. Uh Oh, that isn't gonna work. And I'm like. Yeah, we we oh, kind okay. of we play and, the game like we're really important. Yeah, <laughs> and this went on for three days. <laughs> it went on for three days, and and the weird thing about it was, is there was a guy right across from you, like this way from you know, like because you were in front of the bathrooms, mm-hmm. he was on the other side of the bathrooms. And one time I walked over and she was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh no, we're, we're doing that. And I went over and I interviewed with him. <laughs> so we lost you, man. <laughs> I, I, I interviewed with him for like 45 minutes and I had him rolling. He was laughing. And and and, and then I, I, I went back and as I, it's a going pie. I, she's. No, 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 right? Now. No, no, no. Is that when Leslie Easterbrook was sitting at the table? I know that was the one where we were all very like, oh my God, oh my God. Everybody like, you know, <laughs> chill I, out. You know what? I, I, I have no idea, but I just went back over to my table and, and, and the whole thing, nothing ever happened over there. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, well. My bad, man. Because you know what? I'm a great fucking interview. I really am. I'm, I'm obviously seeing how much of a mistake this was. <laughs> <laughs> and apologizing on air. <laughs> and uh, but thank you for still having me on. Unbelievable. <laughs> Luckily, you'll have a chance. No, I brought that guy back on my show. There I can't go. even believe this has happened. Ugh. 
It would be a New Jersey horror con event. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make it right. We'll make it right. We even lost a viewer over that, man. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the couch. Someone's like, really? That happened? Fuck really? this. I'm not, I'm not watching Fuck it. That. Fuck it. God <laughs> Fuck <this> damn guy. <laughs> it's Saturday. I'm surprised anybody's watching. Yeah, oh, you know. Weekends are dead. <laughs> so is the world, though, right? Yeah, what yeah, is everybody yeah. going out and doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> they should be sitting at home oh, watching. They're they're killing themselves. You know, you, know, you oh. should go into that. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> that poor, that poor Gilligan's Island. Uh, <laughs> those poor people. Mm. Thinking back to Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're making a second one. I was going to say, I just saw a headline that I he's just, uh, I just saw that. I, either he's up for it or is it actually happening? Listen, I have to tell you something. You, you know, here I am. You know, I, I've made horror films and and and, and I, I literally make them in my sleep. I can make them in my sleep. I do often. And yet, <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite films are, are like just are just really weird uh popular things you would galaxy quest is one of yep. my favorite films yeah it is a film that i can that and uh uh the fifth dimension i can pick up at any point the fifth element you mean the fifth element i can pick up at any point mm-hmm. and and it just start right back in you know it's the chris tucker character isn't it it it, <laughs> it <is. laughs> man i remember that hey, movie. Hey, wait, that's that was his cane. Yeah. <laughs> the microphone. Oh, you got the wrong idea there. You really did. I remember that looked like it was going to be such a an action movie when that was first. You know, when that was new, they promoted that like it was going to be a, another hardcore Bruce Willis diehard type action oh, movie. They, they fucked up. They fucked up the advertisement of that so bad. Yeah. And then, and then they invited the they they like invited the and I heard this for sure is they invited the reviewers in and um. And they and they told them that we were going to get you all drunk, and then they didn't. Oh, they and didn't get them drunk, or they didn't invite them in. They, they didn't get them drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that was the mistake. And, and, and they also did. It was in L.A., and they had like this one screening for for like. Uh, and and I had heard it's legendary. It's it's like they didn't pay for parking, and oh, they were, had promised that you know da, 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 because the I guess the studio had already tried. It, they didn't understand it. The studio didn't get it at all, right? Right, right. They, they literally, Luke Besson, like, like, wow, like you hired Luke Besson. You know? <laughs> well, wow. they wanted the professional. They wanted the professional in space. You know, yeah, I mean? they wanted, and 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 they got a bright orange, uh, and they got a bright orange chick, and and. Uh, <laughs> Right, I, and I mean, like and on, like a right? super, it was like a cavalcade of supermodels playing yeah. one-offs and extras. Right, you exactly. know, it, it was it, so it, weird. It, Everything you know, about it was so it was like David so Lynch. Weird. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is it, it, it was obviously a prosthetic beetle, right? <laughs> you know, just, they just didn't get it, right? Yeah, you know. And, and the thing is, is the biggest song, the biggest music in the whole fucking thing. Is opera, not only that, but it's a mean fucking opera, yeah. right? Yeah, come on, you know, not like, humanly possible to sing opera. Yeah, the, impossible to sing. There's just no, there, there was no scene that any studio uh, exec or reviewer could could rest their laurels on, right? You know, and and and, and so I'm working in town and. And and literally didn't hear a thing about it. 
right? And then, <laughs> when I, and then when I did, it was getting panned. Mm. And I was like, okay, and and it was it was like one of the first films that I actually got as a tape. Oh, wow. it, 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 well, you know, I'm going to check out that you know Fifth Element thing you know, as as a tape uh, mm-hmm. back you know VCR, and then I was fucking <laughs> that was fucking pissed. I was like, oh whoa 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 whoa. This is amazing. What's wrong with people? <laughs> it was an art film. It was an art film at the it time wasn't. that mainstream wasn't ready for uh, art films starring Bruce Willis with a gun. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and then and, and then Galaxy Quest, nobody understood that. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, I mean, my dad was a Trekkie, may he rest in peace. So it was sort of like having that as the backdrop, you could see from a mile away what they were doing. And I feel like there was a certain element where it may not have quite worked for people who weren't as familiar with the life of Star Trek. And that oh, was right. also oh, before was, I was familiar with conventions too. So, you know, that's a whole new element. The thing is, is the thing is, is the best, the best, it's always the best humor works as a as an end joke mm. the, the only thing about it was is it was a it was like a second level inside joke yeah you know i i mean you know let's face it the scenes of having a bunch of kids sitting around going through like uh you know uh the blueprints, turn of, turn, turn, the blueprints and the, yeah. turn, the turn of the century uh you, you know uh graphics and shit like that oh yeah <laughs> and uh the, the fact that they that that they actually went that direction yeah and and, and let it roll was really amazing it i mean really you got the commentary on well why was this even written into the episode this is just stupid and they're like right. yeah, it yeah, doesn't serve exactly. any technical purpose on the ship they just put it in there for it to be an obstacle right exactly like, oh, that was that was yes i hate this scene yeah, whoever wrote it should be shot <laughs> <laughs> the fact too that an alien yeah. culture found a way to make all this fake shit oh, actually yeah. real, like it, just from watching them, like how you it, you came up with a way to steer a spaceship yeah, by watching they, me do it this. They, it's it, it's by you know the uh, uh, that it was documentary. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're historical files. They're historical <laughs> historical files. Yeah. What you think? You think that they? Do you think that the uh, that there there are thirteen people stranded on an island? <laughs> like all those poor people. people. Everybody <laughs> on the ship like lowers their heads. <laughs> We're like, we'll do the Mokhtar stealth haze. Like right? I figured out how to do your Spock shit in real life, and you're like. <laughs> We don't know how to do it, man. We came up with this shit, and we don't know how to do. It. That would be frustrating as hell. We're like, wait a minute, what? Just, just, just great. Even, even today, even with the bad graphics and everything else, you know. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love that. It was just the the second level end, you know, and yeah, and, yeah, and it was, and it had come out about the time that uh, that I went to my first uh, convention. Uh, as uh, after the awakening, I actually went to be on a uh, on, 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 yeah, what do they call it when you get up and you speak? A panel, a panel. <laughs> I went, fuck, I just went right out of my head. I went out to, to I went out to talk on a panel, yeah, in, in LA because let's face it, really, LA didn't really have any. Uh, what is it known for as far as conventions? It's not. I mean, right. it really 
They really it, and there was the one, except the well, one, yeah, yeah, except well, that's in San Diego, and everybody that one is in San Diego. The thing is, is this was one, this was like one in the worst part of town. Oh, you sure. know, like uh, at the old uh, Olympia Arena, and oh man, you know, I, I went down there for the panel, uh-huh. and uh, and just about then was when I went down for the Fantastic Four. Oh, nice! You know the the the, the uh, Roger Corman, Roger Corman's version. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the one and only that should have been done at this point. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them try this shit a couple times, and yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you know the great thing is, is is we did that for Roger Corman, Roger Corman million dollars, which yeah. is actually seventy five thousand dollars and change. Is that like what Bowfinger is based on? Every movie costs two thousand eight hundred forty-one dollars and seventy-two cents. Hundred percent. I was there. I, 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 I know. I actually cleaned out my garage on that show. You oh, saw. Wow. You absolutely saw everything that was in my garage. Um, <laughs> and and the thing is, is so so I. <laughs> that was about the time that that came out. That yeah. uh, that uh, and I was like. Just had just had my first uh, convention experience, which didn't happen again until like 2000 and something. Uh, but 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 of, of course, I was there kind of from the different point of view, you know. Right. But, but I got that very same feeling. That's what are all these people? And especially that it's in a rough part of town. Have you ever been to the one yeah. in uh, Atlanta, the Dragon Con? It's like Ooh. the convention itself is inside all these like four and five star hotels that most of them are connected by sky bridges and walkways. But it's notorious for at night, you know, when people are walking from those hotels to the hotels that are in the immediate area that are a little bit more uh affordable i have friends talked about being tracked where they noticed people on both sides of the street coordinating like tracking them to the hotel and i'm like see that is where this shit gets yeah. to be like it might not be worth well, it <laughs> you I, know what i mean like i don't know about and that I, and i hate to bring this up but you know the time to get them is while they're going is when they're going there because they've all got cash yeah, yeah. right <laughs> got that sweet sweet con money <laughs> the sweet, sweet, sweet jimmy jimmy oh, you right, me wasted right and you want my lightsaber that i just paid all that money for fine good luck fencing this shit. right <laughs> 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 right speak to them in klingon thing over there in the corner man i don't know what the fuck is with that guy <laughs> 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 oh man but the convention world is pretty interesting it definitely yeah. has its own kind of energy um it's worth checking out it's just how deep do you want to get in you know and i feel like it's very hard for me having gone my first experiences were as press so there was not like a lot of privilege but just a little bit of getting around longer lines there's a press area to go escape to and get coffee instead of having to just be in the press with all the other people like shoulder to shoulder trying to move but you know, if you really want to like meet somebody or you really want to see one of these uh, celebs in person and you've never had that experience before, you know, it is the place to do it. So it's kind of oh, maybe worth the trek through hell to get there. That's why we're there. We're yeah. there for you. But New Jersey Horrorcon has its own vibe too, though. You know what I mean? It's a much more of a chill vibe. Well, I feel like. Yeah, New Jersey. New Jersey was a like I went back up and did did it this year. You know. Oh, yeah. The, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, the market, the, uh, horror market. market. Yeah. yeah it's like a one day flea market. Horror kind of side thing. show marketplace. Yeah. 
Yeah, the sideshow marketplace. I, you know, it it wasn't too bad, but it was certainly uh, weird and hard to get your head around. I so mean, it was you mean with the social distancing and the masks and everything, or yeah, yeah. Well, the masks, I, I don't care about. I mean, but the the social distancing is just hard to. Uh, it's hard to get used to. I mean, yeah. because like like for instance, I don't know if you've ever been to like like uh, I did a lot of. Uh, west coast ones yeah i have not done uh that many uh east coast uh before the uh before the uh pandemic hit right but the the west coast uh some like there was the rose con in Mm -hmm. in portland it's it's huge i mean i i mean i I was at that one and it is literally the (laughs) You ask yourself, why is it that there's nobody going this way in front of me? They're all going that way. And then you get out there and you try and get out into the aisle and go the other way. And it doesn't work. Right. (laughs) You literally, you literally go where the people go. Yeah. Yeah. You can't can't go the other way. You're a floating blood cell and that is where the blood is taking you. That's exactly, (laughs) it is exactly like that. I mean, I, I kept going down, I kept going down to, uh, uh, to see Robert and I'd hang there for a while and I, and, and, and I'd I'd hang with him for a while and then I'd come back and it would be like, uh, the trip to him Mm -hmm. was about 37 seconds. Yeah. And the trip back was about an hour. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's like holy shit because it's rough. Because the best way to go, I found out, was to literally exit the building. Yeah, and then come back <laughs> in, right? <laughs> and come back in again. <laughs> yeah, weird. I've been, I haven't been to San Diego, but I've been to New York, and that's the the East Coast one that rivals San Diego right. in number. Yeah. And there have been a couple times where I've been on the show floor and not having really experienced a lot of claustrophobia in my life, but all of a sudden feeling like, you know, if, like maybe if, if something maybe, were to happen right was, now, maybe it's a better idea than I thought it was. Yeah. Like I'm kind of like this. You is could always be uh, the asshole kid who's it's his birthday and you have a guy on FaceTime and you're just walking through bullying <laughs> all the handlers because <laughs> and the mix on the phone, yelling at people, get me to Robert. I yeah, mean, right. Because oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's never happened oh, to me, right? You, yeah. No, you've got to tell him that story because he would love it. Okay. So, my birthday at Monster Mania. Ooh. La- yeah. Robert England was there. But there was an eight hour fucking line that stretched outside. Is this the one in Baltimore? No, this is the one in New Jersey. Cherry okay. Hill. Okay. I've only so been to the Maryland version. I've never been upstairs in the VIP signing, right? Mm-hmm. There's people the whole way down the steps outside yeah. and everything. And Mick's like, you have a book, the book to give him, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, Nancy knows. So Robert knows. He's like, just get me to a handler. So I walk in and I'm waiting. The dude's like, what are you doing in here? He's like, you don't he's have a band. Holding, he's holding me on his phone. Yeah. So, I called, <laughs> so I called Mick and I was like, they're not letting me in. in. So Mick's like, let me talk to him. So I <laughs> hand, hand him to this guy. He's like, don't go to the guy that kicked you out. Go to the guy next to him so I can undermine him. I was oh, like, nice. okay, so we do. And the dude's like, don't get me fired, man. Don't get me fired. I don't want this to happen. And so we go to Robert's handler right next to him. I, I, was, I, turned- I, was, I was playing the talking head. Yeah, yeah. So Robert How dare handler, you not let my guy in? Robert's handler looks at the phone, and then Robert takes my phone and is like, stop. 
Mick! And everybody's like, look, it's Mick! And he goes, hi, Mick! That's awesome. They have their introductions, and then Mick introduces me, and I give him a book and everything, and then Robert just goes crazy over Mick's book. And Nice, nice. It was a crazy cool experience, and we fucked up everyone's day. It was awesome. Yeah, well, hey, you know what? <laughs> we shortcutted a seven-hour line. Hey, That's- it's not the first or last time it's ever going to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> they know <laughs> what they're getting into when they pull this shit. He moved closer, so things are just going to get worse. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hang out with G Tom Mac a little bit. I don't know if uh, you guys are familiar with the guy who did the theme to the Lost Boys, and he's oh, yeah. at a lot of these events. Um, and we were at the Monster Mania, not Monster Mania, what was it? Yeah, it was Monster Mania in Baltimore. Um, and Robert was there with, um, with uh, who else was he there with? But anyway, he, you know, he kind of walked by and said hi. And you could see a lot of the people who were dressed as Freddy trying to think that this is the moment when he's sitting down to dinner. I'm going to run in there in my full <laughs> Freddy costume and I'm going to finally like make his day. And he just kind of looks over, barely acknowledging that he looks at them and looks, goes right back to dinner and talking to whoever else was at the table. And you're just kind of like, yeah, dude, I could have told you from over here. That was the worst possible time. You know, it's like you kind of get the full range of like the super fan idiots versus the super fan normals and it's kind of like hopefully there's more on the normal side than the idiot side but there's always someone who's going to fuck shit up for everybody yeah I found it. <laughs> you know especially when they start saying no photography you know what i mean like when there's like barriers like from this point on no photography there's always that one guy jumping up trying to get the shots with his phone and security's like dude these guys are going to leave and shut the whole thing down if you don't knock <laughs> yeah, off. shut the fuck up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, though, now that we're talking about cons, uh, you know, have you ever heard of the the con crud, the term con crud? Oh, yeah, of, absolutely. We were. The, I mean, I think I am almost starting to think maybe this was the pandemic testing ground to see, like, you know, no, <laughs> no social distancing. People are automatically coming home with a cold or the flu. So how do we that's like the, this to me, it's is going to be the most interesting thing to see getting back into it as things get eased. I mean, this is the vaccine mandatory crowd. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. And, and you know, and, and I, I got to say, I, I keep wondering, even from my point of view, because I, I went and did the, the marketplace and and, yeah. and did a tour up uh, up through the Philly area and, and New York and in New Jersey uh, for about three and a half weeks. Mm. And, um, and it was it, it was uh, it was a completely different world. Yeah. You know, it really was. It's a barren wasteland up here. (laughs) Sorry. What what, what can we do? (laughs) I have to to say, though, Philadelphia. uh, Here we go. Was was. It's always sunny. I apologize, everybody. (laughs) Philadelphia is a shithole. There we go. (laughs) I had a feeling that was coming. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of why some of us live in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's, it's great. You know you know the great thing about it though is and this is the weird thing is 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 i think i think that uh philadelphia is a shithole and the uh first people who will absolutely admit that it is a shithole are philadelphians are people from philadelphia that have just cleaned their car out onto the parking lot (laughs) swept everything uh, into the parking lot and get on yeah this place is a shithole yeah, that's usually how it works, though. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I shat everywhere. That's why it's a shithole. <laughs> right. You didn't see that part, and I'm the only one allowed to do that. So <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Find your own place. Make your own shithole. This is mine. <laughs> so, 
hey, listen, man, you you've been uh you've been great to have on. Um well, thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks so, for having me. So TJ is completely wrong. Uh-oh. <laughs> was there worry? <laughs> no, Mick just like right. me all fired up. I, I was just trying to piss him off. <laughs> I've spent the two I've spent the last uh I, I, I told him yeah. I told him that I was gonna bring you on and talk and and I, I have to admit this. Okay, so yesterday just do it, just do it. I, I love this. I was just I was just I was trying to just, I was just trying to be a dick. I was trying to, I, so I said, yeah, no, he says, so, so who is this guy? And I go, well, I, you know, he's got this network and Drew recommended him. I said, but, um, I, I really, uh, I, I think that he's, he's, uh, really a lot like I am politically and I'm going to, I'm going to have my first totally political show and we're just going to fucking lay it out. And he shit a brick <laughs> he's like dude you're gonna put us on all kinds of lists man are you sure you want to do this these guys don't forget their enemies you know what i mean <laughs> he sent me a list of fucking memes that was dead cold i was like oh, okay <laughs> this morning this morning i call him and say hey tj how you god damn it were you fucking with me last night were you fucking with me last night it is interesting to be in a time where we just watched, you know, the Capitol be assaulted and that that's not the only thing everybody's talking about. The rest of us well, are like, yeah, let's still do our movie shit. Some of them want to be a place to escape from all that. True. I mean, you could go turn on CNN and watch that all day. You yeah. could turn on here and watch Mick talk about some crazy stories and some KY jelly. And that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's where this place is. And that's the realm we operate within. But that one, the so the, the CNN one is starting to resemble the KY jelly one. That yeah, was the problem. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of KY jelly being thrown around. all over. I the could place. say the day you see uh, fat Jesus and skinny Satan on CNN, be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we just have to, we'll write the horror movies about it. And then I'll do the podcast following the production. And we'll, we'll we'll make it work for us. You there know? we go. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Well, hey, listen, I want to thank I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, you've been a lot of fun, dude. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This has been oh, a blast. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it. You know, whenever Fat Jesus can serve you. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I think we're going to be sharing some airtime in a certain audio drama that's coming out by a certain oh, friend that's of ours. Right. <laughs> yeah, provided that he's actually well enough to edit it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been hearing some. I've been hearing some. Some talk on the wind that things are starting to actually cut together. So, uh, really? that's so great. I think we have some stuff to look forward to there. <laughs> that's that's great. Uh, uh, what was the name? Orchard uh, Orchid Grove Asylum. Orchid, Orchid Grove Asylum. We, Sounds we like a did, true thing. We did it oh, was yeah. a true thing, and 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 I uh, I did my uh, vocal part and and sent it back to him, mm. and uh, and the great thing was I I kept saying well. Uh, are you, do you, do you need me any, uh, any changes or anything like that? And he goes, great, great, great. And I think yeah. it's because he was sick. Yeah. We're going to get this very, very Lynchian show that we're all like, I didn't even know I did this. I mean, That's I know right. I sent my stuff in, but he used all the takes I thought for sure he wouldn't use. So I didn't, I don't know what this is going to be. Yeah, he, um, yeah. It should be really, really interesting. It should yeah. Be really- I'm looking forward to it. He, he's been uh, that show. The first season was so much fun. And uh, just the script was so good for the second one that I'm, oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. So TJ, I hand it over to you.
Okay, guys, so I say every week, thank you for joining us on another episode of the Rabbit Hole Podcast. For more audio-only content, more video shows, head on over to projectlouder.net, your source for pop culture, and so much more. So this is your host with the motherfucking most, T.T. Bowser, the Lady Arouser, signing off. Bye, people. Thank you. Adios.